Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Today, I wanted to have a little conversation around the topic of self-care specifically financial self-care and why I think the version of self-care that we're commonly accepting today is actually quite damaging to our long-term well-being and why many of us need to grow a little bit more backbone when it comes to setting ourselves up for success financially and actually creating a good financial self-care routine. So if you want to learn a few easy practices that will help you follow through with the actual real tangible financial self-care instead of just treating yourself out of your hard-earned dollars, then stick around through this video. When we think of self-care these days, we often think of the phrase treat yourself, usually written in bold font over a photo of a box of donuts or something like that, or new purchases laid out nicely on the bed. And this has bothered me for a while, actually, because this pithy version of self-care has absolutely taken off and is being peddled by Instagram influencers, not to pick on Instagram influencers, but that's where I see it all the time, as as a way to get you to spend more money under the guise of being good and kind and thoughtful to yourself after a hard week at work when you're feeling kind of tired. And for me, the issue that arises is that a lot of these versions of self-care that were indulging in these days are actually just that. They're just indulgences. Sometimes they're band-aid solutions to a bad day at work, which is totally fine if you need to get home after a terrible day and crack open a bottle of wine because your day sucked butts, then that's completely okay. But when when these actions are constantly being called self-care to remove the guilt that we all somehow feel around indulging, then I feel like we've lost touch with the real meaning of self-care, which are everyday things that you need to do to set yourself up for success that take diligence and energy and planning and follow through. And these things aren't always fun or they don't always make a good photo op, but they are the things that actually help put you on more solid footing for a lifetime of well-being. These are things like planning your meals in advance so that you eat healthy food from home or fitting in your workout at the end of the day, even if you're tired and really just want to go for a beer or sitting down to figure out a credit card debt repayment strategy instead of YOLOing all of your dollars at a new purchase because you're ironically feeling stressed about money and strapped for cash. Practicing real Financial self-care is something that we should all be working to cultivate in our lives, and I promise you it does not look like stress ordering a dozen donuts for the office or booking a weekend getaway because money stress at home is just feeling like too much. 
it realistically looks more like boring back-end things like setting up systems so that you remember to pay your bills on time and diligently making sure that you're paying yourself first for your future even when there are other material things that you really, really want right now. So all griping about modern day culture set aside, I wanna get right into the helpful information. And today I'm gonna to walk you through five financial self-care practices that you should be working on incorporating into your life to make sure that you're taking good care of yourself and your future financially. These are things that aren't necessarily fun and that won't always provide the immediate reward, but in the long run, practicing these things is gonna help make sure that you are financially comfortable and maybe even financially free if that's something that you want. Financial self-care practice number one is creating an emergency savings fund. I put this as the first tip because it's honestly the single easiest thing you can do to completely change your relationship with your view of money. Putting aside money in an emergency savings account for yourself will immediately create this sense of calm where before you may have felt feelings of fear and panic and lack and worries about not having enough when you think about the money in your life. Creating that safety net for yourself will immediately take you out of that place of fear and lack and making decisions based on fear and lack, and it will help to pretty much right away calm that terrible voice in the back of your head and allow you to make decisions in a much more rational and logical way. If you don't have an emergency fund yet, it's honestly hard to describe that feeling of peace and financial well-being that comes from knowing that you have that backup ready and at hand if you need it. Honestly, everyone would benefit immensely from having their own emergency savings account. If you don't have one yet and wanna start one, I recommend checking out this video, or this one, I don't know what side it's on, uh, about how to start an emergency savings fund, as well as this video about 10 ways to find unexpected savings to build your fund up faster. If you've been around here before, you know that it's my personal mission to make sure that everyone has an emergency savings account that will protect you when life doesn't go as planned. And where should you keep your emergency fund? In what's called a HESA, a high interest savings account. Now to save you time, I've already gone ahead and done the research and I'm keeping it up to date to find you the best high interest savings accounts today. To open your own, just go to www.howtoadultschool.com resources and click the button to open an account where you can not only safely keep your emergency fund, but also get paid the best interest rates on the market so your account earns you even more money while you're sleeping. Again, that link is at www.howtoadultschool.com resources. Financial self-care practice number two is tracking your spending. This is probably one of the least glamorous life chores and I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. I personally hate doing my monthly expense tracking and I've been doing it diligently every single month for the past six years at least. And honestly, this is the type of practice that I'm talking about that is what true financial self-care is. 
I suffer through it for an hour a month. It takes diligence and commitment to sit down and do this chore consistently and to do it carefully and well, but in the long run, it has helped me immensely and it's helped me create so much understanding around the flow of money in my life and it's given me the power to make good financial decisions that have served me well over time. Tracking your spending is self-care, and this is a practice that we should all get into doing in some way, whatever that looks like for you. I recommend doing it once a month, but do whatever works best for you. Some people need to do it once a week. Some people keep track of it daily. The idea is that you should be setting aside time to review your spending, to pay your bills, and to prep and keep track of your finances each month. This makes sure that things stay organized, that no money is kind of falling through the cracks, that feeling of not knowing where your money is going. And it also makes sure that no mistakes are being made. Most importantly, it helps you get a really good grasp of what your spending patterns are and where in your life you spend money. Even if you don't follow a strict budget like me, it's really helpful to understand how and where you spend money because this is information that gives you the power to make informed rather than blind spending decisions in the future. So even though it's boring, even though it's sometimes super painful, I want you to create a habit for yourself of tracking your spending. Please do that. If you don't know where to start, I recommend checking out this video here about how to manage your finances every month. Financial self-care practice number three is to make sure that you're paying your bills on time. This is one of those really simple ones that a surprising number of people don't do. And don't feel bad if you're one of those people. I myself can say that I have been one of those people in the past, embarrassingly, and I can tell you from experience that this is a habit that is really easy to instill in yourself and it is so worth the teeny tiny bit of effort to change your ways and become the person who pays their bills on time. There are a few reasons why you wanna do this. Most importantly, probably goes without saying, it will save you money. When you pay your bills late out of pure laziness and not practicing good financial self-care, it costs you money in interest and late fees. You're literally paying money to allow yourself to be disorganized and lazy, and that's a really annoying and completely unnecessary tax that you impose on yourself. So. I'm sorry for the tough love with that, but creating a good financial self-care practice means you're paying your bills on time, you're not paying late fees, you're keeping a good credit score, and you're setting yourself up for success in the future, even if it does feel painful to log in and pay that internet bill yet again. If you're having trouble with this, I recommend going back to financial care practice number two and setting aside a couple of hours just once a month to manage your finances. If you're feeling a little bit lost about this whole process of managing your finances, I recommend checking out this video all about how to manage your finances every month using my simple seven step process that I personally go through, check the boxes, get my finances done each month. Do you know that you have a bit of work to do getting your personal financial life in order? but you don't even really know where to start? Do you get a pit of nervousness in your stomach every time you have to look at your credit card balance or the dust bunnies in your savings account? If this sounds familiar, well, you're definitely not alone and I've got just the thing for you, the seven day make friends with your money challenge. 
This free seven-day challenge will help you go from bank account dust bunnies to getting a grip on your personal finances so you can start saving for your bigger goals in life. Every day for seven days, you'll receive a new and easy-to-follow lesson with actionable steps that'll take you 10 minutes or less to do. By the end of the week, you'll be saving for bigger and better things in your life, like taking yourself on a vacation guilt-free, saving for your future, or finally getting closer to buying that house that you never thought would be possible. To join the challenge, go to howtoadultschool.com slash seven day money challenge. That's seven day money challenge with dashes in between. Financial self-care practice number four is to pay yourself first. This is probably something that you've heard before and honestly, Once you've got your basic financial needs covered, this is the biggest and most important self-care practice to incorporate into your life because it directly translates into taking the best possible care of your future self. Paying yourself first is the concept of deciding what savings rate you wanna have and every time you get paid, making sure that you transfer that amount of money to your future retirement savings and investment accounts, no matter what else you wanna spend money on that month. Tucking this money away consistently and diligently and without fail is one of the best possible things you can do to take care of yourself financially. So many people allow themselves to have a tomorrow I'll start saving mentality. And when you think like this, eventually you'll find that years pass and life just seems to keep getting more and more expensive and it gets harder and harder to save and it makes you miss out on the ability for compound interest to increase your savings drastically over the course of your life. This is a direct example of what I was complaining about self-care to start with because today's version of self-care says buy the dress instead of save enough of your income first, then consider buying the dress if you have enough left over after you have paid yourself first. True self-care in terms of your finances is actually much more of a delayed gratification game and you have to diligently wrap your head around the fact that your current behaviors are going to come to fruition 20, 30, or 40 years down the road and that's the way it should be. But it's hard to train your brain to think on that long of a time scale. Make sure that you're practicing patience, you're practicing diligence, you're saving money and don't spend it all and you'll take care of yourself well into the future. Now, if saving instead of spending is something that you struggle with, I recommend checking out this video next all about how to stop spending money on things that you just don't need. And finally, financial self-care practice number five is to continue learning about your finances always. Yes, I mean always. Personal finance is something that most of us never learned in school, and we also never learned it at home, and we have to take our own financial education and our own financial well-being into our own hands. I'm a big believer in constantly learning and stretching and trying new things and new ideas, and keeping up to date on your financial knowledge is so important. And I know that it can be daunting to learn about managing your finances yourself, but just like learning everything, there's a point when bit by bit, the information that you're intentionally consuming starts to fit together and ideas and concepts start to drop into place in your mind and they just make sense. Just like 
learning long division in school. All of a sudden, one day you wake up and this idea that felt impossible for you to grasp the day before suddenly makes sense and is now the foundational building block for you to use to tackle the next idea and learn the next thing. It doesn't just work that way when we're kids. I promise you will understand your finances if you keep working on it. Keep reading books about finance, sign up for newsletters like the one we offer to keep on top of more current finance topics and trends. Read the finance and business section in the newsletter and sign up for personal finance courses offered by professionals in their field. Start simple if you need to learn about budgeting or dive into the world of learning about real estate investing. It doesn't matter. The goal is to always be curious, to always be learning and improving your knowledge and not to shy away from finance just because you tell yourself you're not good with numbers. The most important parts of a financial education, luckily for us, actually have almost nothing to do with numbers in the first place. You don't have to look at numbers to understand these things. So don't use that as an excuse anymore. It is so important to start to know what you're talking about when it comes to managing your finances and every other single part of your financial self-care practice will start to become easier when you understand why you're doing what you're doing and what steps you should be taking next. If you're not sure where to start your financial education, I recommend checking out this video here with the top five personal finance books that I recommend everybody should read in this order in order to start to gain an understanding of how to manage their money in their lives. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.